Inside Sound. Today we are very lucky to have a guest on our show, RJ Noble. He is a sound healer and has been working in the business for over 30 years, travelling around Asia to share this beautiful art with people who are interested, but also people who have never heard about it before. And this is exactly what Inside Sound is all about. Before we begin, I must make you all aware that this is a Zoom call, so the quality may dip in and out, but do stick with us because the information that we will be discussing is incredibly interesting. Hello RJ, thank you so much for joining me on Inside Sound. Um, Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's uh, um, you know, it's so good to be here. So uh, thank you for inviting me too. So it's great. Um, in our introductory course, um, you said something about this idea of sound instruments being an outside to in healing, compared to mantra singing being an inside to out. This image really stuck with me, and so I was wondering if you might share what you mean by this with the inside sound community if i can i certainly would yes i certainly will i i find that if you're singing or talking or or doing a chant with mantras you're vibrating inside and the sound is coming out when i'm doing sound healing or any type of sound work and i play a sound bowl on you the vibration of the bowl is going from outside actually into your body so all i really meant was uh, with sound healing we're vibrating sound into you but when you're singing and chanting you're vibrating sound out of you so one's in and one's out but they both work really really well and they're both forms of healing. Uh, am I right in thinking that they're both just as powerful, would you say? It is. Uh, it certainly is. Um, they're both powerful. You know, even even the spoken of voice. Okay. It's how you, how you say it can be either aggravating or it can be a soft healing voice too. Sure. So it depends on what you do with it, yeah. And I imagine yes. that these sort of voices can have different effects on different people. Is that something important within the field of sound healing when you're talking with a client? It is, um, especially especially if they're holding on to hurt and pain and um, things they've already gone through. Uh, the last thing you want to do is... is, is um, allow that pain to come back out we can it it needs to come out but in a real healing way so the vibrations have got to be have got to be soft enough not particularly soft have got to be safe enough to allow the person to be open enough to let go and allow whatever the body is holding on to to actually uh, dissipate okay sure um i'm really fascinated as to how you began your journey with sound bowls i know you have um 
over 30 years of experience within sound healing, but what was it that drew you to Tibetan singing bowls in particular? It, it was, it's a bit of a strange story really, but I'm, I'm sure a lot of people would understand this. It's, it's a feeling that I've been around these bowls before. So as soon as I, I saw them or felt them, I, I'm thinking, oh, I, I just know these things. I know I've been around them. I know them. I feel them. And it was an instant. And this was way back. This was way, way back. Um, I, was, um, I was doing some healing work and some massage and various forms of therapy anyway. But when I found them, I would involve them. I would integrate them within whatever I was doing then. Uh, but I just found it was such a wonderful, powerful healing modality that that's what I had to go with. You know, we all find we all find the one thing which is really, really strong for us. And sound is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's me. It That's really me. is indeed. Um, in the last episode, I was actually talking about uh, the power of vibration for healing. How okay. is this relevant to the way in which the Tibetan sound bowl works for for the purpose of healing? Well, it's uh, well, that's what they are. As soon as, uh, to be honest, that's what it's all about. You know, everything we vibrate, where we have billions of cells, our cells are vibrating. So. Um, everything is vibrating anyway. Um, so um, the bowls will affect every living cell um, in either a good way or a bad way. But the bowls are very, very powerful with a healing vibrations. So it should allow us to relax enough, to feel safe enough, to let go the body holds information we have got a cellular memory within the body and it holds all kinds of information really good information like how to ride a bike swim play a musical instrument a sportsman it just knows but it forgets it also holds the bad stuff but it forgets to let go mm. this is what vibrational sound is really good for and i'm not saying it's the only thing there's lots of things but i work with vibrational sound on the cellular uh, memory of everybody so it will let go of the stuff that you don't want to hold on to basically i know yeah i'm gonna stop there because that's just what we want isn't it <laughs> get rid of all of that stuff that we're holding on to we all have plenty of that what is it about the sound bowl that is so powerful for healing ailments or for healing any problems that you any problems with the body as opposed to maybe mentally or there's a, is there a difference between the two I well I think one interacts with the other I believe the emotional pain affects us in a physicality in a mm. physical if you but if you don't deal with the emotional issues, the stress, the pain, the anxiety of what's going on, it will turn into physicality. Sure. If we get there soon enough, it doesn't become an issue. But many, many people uh, don't 
actually manage to handle it. They just carry on and it gets worse. Mm. So, and, you know, in your shoulders, your chest, your hip, wherever it sticks. And the bowls or sound, vibrational sound, by vibrating it on the body, around the body to help relax you on the body. And it's this much deeper vibration that will assist you to let go of the emotional and the physical issues that you're holding on to. Mm. And what's your experience been of, for example, if someone comes to you, how do you begin a session? How do you know what needs targeting? What, what's wrong? What, what's wrong in the physicality or in the emotional sense? Is there a conversation that has to be had or is it something you can see? Is it tangible? It's, yeah, if, um, yes, obviously just to speak to them, see, see where they're speaking from, see where the honesty is. Sometimes it's what people are not saying. Um, mm. instead of playing sometimes they it's too painful that they won't but the body would let me know it shows where what it's holding on to um is it the masculine side of the body is it the feminine side which is holding on to issues so i can see when people either walk in you can see how they walk um when they sit down how do they sit are they shuffling around is one side of them, uh, especially when they go down, so you surround them with bowls, their body will take a natural position. And okay. you can see from that position what part is holding on to. So it's, you know, but yeah. And is it a physical know, look of tension? Does it look as though the, the body is almost uptight or is it, is, or is it yes. a little bit more cryptic than that? Is it harder to... to... Well, no, it's no, it's fairly easy. Uh, I think you've hit it spot on. If you have one area that you've been holding on to for such a long time, it goes into the shoulder, the chest, into the neck, a pain in the neck, uh, you know, backache, lower back, lack of support. Um, and it shows by the, by the way people walk. Mm. So, you know, so the hip might be... But they might have had a physical accident too. I tend to go on the emotional issues affect us in a physical way. Mm, okay, wonderful. And um, how long would you say Tibetan bowls have been used for sound healing? I know they had a previous use. Am I right in thinking that they weren't yeah. always used for that? Yes. Yeah. They. Yes. They haven't always been actually healing bowls but i suppose in some way they have they were probably built for storage jars and cooking food and stuff like that but uh, mm. certainly i i reckon for the last 700 seven to nine hundred years perhaps because some of my bowls are at least a couple of hundred years old wow and they're yes they're antique or very very old bowls and you know that they look like they've stored things you know they okay. look like a pot they wow. you know they but the sound is amazing the sounds that they give out is far better than the up-to-date bowls so it's um so i don't know uh music has been around for a long long time and that's a healing tool too so when oh. we hear lovely sounds 
the body eases down and uh, relaxes. So sound bowls, it's, it's a difficult one. The history is very sketchy, but I would have thought, oh, 900 years, eight, That's... nine, I don't know, but it's certainly a very long time they've been in the healing arts. Yeah. I don't suppose you have a bowl to hand. Oh, I see. Well, well, I'm not sitting. I could go up. It's lucky that my I'm on my phone. So Wonderful. <laughs> it would be I lovely to hear a proper good quality um, antique bowl because currently I've only got um, manufactured ones, which we'll talk a bit about yeah. in a moment. But um, they just don't have that. They just don't achieve that same. That no, same beautiful no, longevity. There's just something yeah. lasting about the antique okay. bowls. Well, here's 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 the first one I happened to pick up. I've got them. I've got them out because I've got people coming over and they want some healing work. Oh, so lovely. I've actually so um, that's a C. That's a C bowl. Obviously, the antique is ideal, but if you can't afford an antique bowl, what is what is so? <laughs> what makes a good sound bowl? A good sound bowl is one that you pick up and you can hit it with the side of your hand or your fist. Okay. And should make a really nice sound. If it's small, don't hit it like that because it'll go off. But if it's a <laughs> decent size sound bowl. You should be able to just pick the sound bowl up, and I'll do it with the first one, so I don't know whether people will see this or not. So I've just struck it, and it's the sound should be a really nice sound, but it should go on for quite a long time. Um, okay. It's that, how long does that bowl go on for? Is it a lovely sound? How does that affect the person that's holding it? Mm. You know, if it's your first bowl, you need to have a bowl that really suits your heart. So when you strike it, something happens to you. So you strike it, see how long the vibration or the sound goes on for. So this is where you'd start if you were choosing your own bowl. In the course, you were talking about how I mentioned this is my previous episode, how certain bowls are obviously pitched to different notes and so work in harmony with different organs and parts of the body. Is this something that you should look into before you choose a bowl? Perhaps say if you've got a um, problem with the heart or you're getting frequent headaches or, or anything like that, is it important to think about that before choosing um, the pitch for your bowl? Well, it, it's, you know, it certainly can be if you're looking at a bowl for to put on your body to vibrate it, that would be great. But I think the majority of people that first want to pick a bowl, they just want to pick something like, which really sounds and makes them feel, you know, allows mm -hmm. the body to let go. And I think the majority of bowls do. But we are a vibrating instrument as well. So some bowls can actually aggravate us as well, but perhaps they're hitting into places that you're holding on to things. Sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so they all work in various ways. But, yes, a nice set of seven healing bowls is fantastic, but that's a lot of money. So yes, it depends. that's the problem. <laughs> um, about the... 
the manufacturing process of the bowls, how does that vary from, say, an antique bowl to what you might buy, say, on Amazon? Because there are plenty of Tibetan singing bowls that you can buy on Amazon, but not the best quality. No. Well, no, it's, it's, um, it depends, again, what you want. Uh, the mm. better ones are handmade, hand hammered, they're, they're smelted, um, all five or seven metal bowls are smelted together and they're put into ingots and then heated again and hand hammered out. Well, I've only got one or two machine made. Okay. Actually, they sound really, really good. I don't use them for sound healing. I use them for sound meditation. Right. Okay. So, um, so it's slightly different. Cell meditation allows the brain waves to come down, and mm. when the brain waves waves come down to seven to eight hertz, or approximately in between alpha and theta, uh, you hit this lovely, lovely zone where uh, the heart rate slows down, the muscles relax, but there's a self healing effect as long as you know how to play them and you don't bang them around to uh, to visit, to visit again the stuff people are holding on to. Sure, yeah, it's amazing how powerful they are. I have noticed that after playing quite a few bowls, maybe five to seven bowls, I tend to come away with a headache. Um mm whether or not that's me holding on to something I don't know but um it just does make me realize just how powerful um sound and vibration are in releasing yeah. trapped trapped energy very very Indeed. powerful um Indeed. and finally you, you said about striking the ball with um the fist is there any other advice you would give to our listeners about choosing a bowl perhaps where where to source a bowl or what what maybe a good bowl looks like because I know a lot of the manufactured ones tend to have patterns on them or are a certain size or shape sure it's it's very difficult in this country but as you say there is internet but there are people I've just sourced a couple of bowls from Kathmandu and I've bought but I've actually ordered some now so I'm gonna start to supply my students with really good hand hammered mm. uh, symbols it's finding it's finding them um it's better if you can go and hear them feel them touch them strike them and play them so you know when you order them on internet you really don't know i must admit the guy i've just brought from he sent me a film a little video Oh, lovely. That's just what you need, isn't it? Make sure you're getting what you ask for. Yeah, he sent me a little video of the bowl and he played the bowl. It sounded really nice. I got it home and yeah, it sounds, it's a great healing bowl. Mm. Uh, Play the bowl, the, the outside is a little bit uneven. So it takes a little bit of work to handle. So my students might find that bowl a little bit harder to play I don't know gosh so the the manufacturing process particularly the hand hammered is just as important as the playing of it then so if if the edge is unsmooth due to the manufacturing that completely changes the whole 
um, experience of playing. Oh, it is. But as I say, it depends what you want the bowls for. If you just want to hit them or mm, if you meditation. You know, and place them around the body, they work superb. But if you want to play them for meditation, like we done the workshop, so you sit and you play your bowls for an hour, you know, and you've got umpteen people there, um, you want to not only strike them, but you want to um, you want to play the bowls in other ways. Mm, okay. So, uh, and some bowls are harder to play than others. So really, when you buy one, you want one that is fairly easy to play in all kinds of ways. So that's the best place to start then. Something that's easy to play, but also I like to mm. say it feels like home. Certainly when I come to choosing my first hand-hammered bowl, because I do have two, but they're manufactured, unfortunately. Mm. Although lovely, mm. not quite the same. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I feel like there's always a sense of returning home when you strike a bowl that feels like it's the one that's meant to be. Um, I think it's the C bowl for me or the G bowl. I find both yeah. of them just feel yeah. very comforting, very yeah. natural. That is a superb way to express it. It makes me feel home. So you feel comfortable, you feel relaxed and you feel at ease. Mm. That's a Important. great way to put it a bowl that makes you feel at home I've never thought of saying it that way so thank you for <laughs> thank you for saying something which actually sounds really really good something that makes anybody feel relaxed and at home yeah that's mm. that's a good way to put it returning to the center yes yeah thank yeah. you <laughs> well thank you so so much for giving us this insight into Tibetan singing bowls I could do a whole season on, on singing bowls. I just absolutely adore them. Still yeah. say it's still saving to buy my first one, but <laughs> eventually I hope to have a set. They're so beautiful. Thank you so, yeah. so much uh, for joining us on Inside Sound. Thank Thanks you. Thanks again. Before you go, don't forget to follow this podcast, which is now available to listen to on Spotify. That way you can easily keep updated on new episode releases. If you enjoyed this episode on Tibetan singing bowls, do drop me a review or write to me on Inside Sounds Facebook page. I will be attaching a link in the description for this podcast and I would love to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm.